This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. Today, Zach Sturm, a fertilizer trading expert with CHS, provides 2024 fertilizer planning strategies. Zach, when is a good time for farmers to secure their fertilizer needs for this year? Hey, thanks for having me on the program. It's a great question, especially as we are 30 to 90 days out from really getting into planting here in most of the in the U.S. Now would really be a good time to get with your local account manager and work on a plan to secure that supply that fits your specific needs. Uh, like I said, well, most of the country is two to three months away from planting right now. Right now is when our team on the supply side is working tirelessly to secure supply and make sure that the tons are in the right place at the right time. If you look at price activity in most times in the spring, basis will increase 20 to $40 in the spring and have that kind of premium versus what NOLA is. So you may see NOLA prices go down or other prices go down, but your local market may stay the same or increase. And that's just due to in-season demand. A couple factors there of certainly increased transportation costs in season as trucks are harder to find. But then also um, shed space runs out with the farmers having more capacity and more demand than what's available for shed space. Well, what crop nutrients will likely be in demand this spring and why? We see a strong demand across the board this spring for NP and K. Uh, there was a strong fall last fall for these products. And while corn acres may be down a little bit from last year, down from the 95 million acres that the U.S. saw sowed last year, uh, we're still looking for a favorable corn crop this year and also a favorable wheat and bean crop along with that. Well, what shipping and logistical challenges exist that could impact fertilizer supplies? Yeah, this is really on the forefront of our minds, especially with all the geopolitical happenings that we've seen over the last six months to a year. And it really boils down to two main drivers that we're looking at is vessels are avoiding going through the Suez Canal and are going around the Cape of Good Hope. And the second point is just continued low water on the Mississippi River and other river segments like the Arkansas River. This really matters for the U.S. farmer because if you go back to my first point of vessels having to go around the Cape of Good Hope instead of the Suez Canal, uh, that's a major shipping lane, especially for urea, as most of that product comes out of the Arab Gulf going to the U.S. And the Suez Canal is utilized really as a shortcut to get to the U.S. Uh, not being able to go and go through that due to the war in the Middle East and too much risk from the vessel owners and having to go around the Cape of Good Hope is adding 15 to 20 days of transit time. So certainly that impacts the timing of when the supply uh, show can get to your backyard. And then also there's some added cost to that extra transit time with fuel cost. And then certainly we're always watching the Mississippi River and it's been low water situations. So uh, we've got some time between now and when um, spring tons are needed, but that still is a, a very, very important potential to watch out there of having low water situations close down river segments, which then in turn delays your products getting up the river, then also potentially having to find alternative routes via rail and or truck. Well, Zach, how does volatility in the fertilizer industry affect farmers? Certainly volatility is something that you know, farmers and, and most everybody in the agriculture industry needs to work on and, and how to mitigate that price risk. We anticipate volatility persisting in the fertilizer market, uh, like I mentioned earlier, just given all the geopolitical risks out there, there certainly is that price premium, that extra price risk, uh, given what's happening in, in still Russia and Ukraine, and then also uh, the war in the Middle East, with that being a key supply point for the U.S. And the reason that's a key supply point for the U.S. is we still are reliant on imports to meet on our urea demand. So urea specifically 
about five years ago, we relied on 60% imports to meet our urea needs in the U.S. Uh, there's been expansion projects and also some new projects for urea production in Texas and North Dakota. However, we still rely on 40% of our needs are, are on imports. Uh, so that's a key factor, uh, no matter where you are in the U.S., to ensuring that you get your, you get your supply this year in, in a cost-effective way. Well, we've been talking with Zach Sturm, a fertilizer trading expert with CHS. Zach, thanks for joining us today on Around the Table. I appreciate it very much. Thank you and wishing everybody a, a safe spring. And thank you for joining us on Around the Table. Learn more about the benefits of cooperative ownership at cooperativeownership.com.